Welcome to Unwired, the vehicular podcast. So I'm here back again for another vehicular podcast. And we're coming to you from the wonderful road of 495 on a rainy day in uh, Maryland. And so you know that means one thing. First of all, if you're on 495, that's bad news to begin with. Number two, if you're on 495 in the rain, that's a terrible thing. This show is going to stop being unwired and become um, vehicular podcast and the DC weather. So we thank you for joining us today. We're going to talk about um, technology and has things been, has, has technology made things better? Let's try that again. Today we're going to be talking about technology and has technology really made things better? I'll give you an example. What's the purpose behind technology? What's the reason for any technological advance? It should be to make everyday tasks quicker and easier. No matter what it is, you know, reading a book becomes an easier task because you have um, your iReader, your Amazon Kindle, um, and you're able to take this one device and hold many books to go and sit on the beach. Yes, there are people who go to the beach to sit and read. So being able to have many books at your disposal is better than just the one. So technology helps in that way. Technology is supposed to help um, an everyday task like washing dishes easier. Instead of having to physically scrub every plate, you're able to put it all in a device, put some gel, in the machine, some liquid dishwasher into the machine or powder and run the dishwasher and you get your your dishes just as clean as if you washed it by hand. Another example of technology, the whole idea behind computers, you know, when you're doing spreadsheets, imagine some of the complex spreadsheets people used to have to do by hand. You plug them into Excel or Lotus one, two, three, ha, ha, ha. And these spreadsheets are supposed to do all the calculations. You can put amazing formulas in there. And it's supposed to make everything much easier. Especially when these things are repeatable. So instead of you having to do them by hand multiple times, you can use the software and just plug in whatever numbers you need and you're able to repeat the same thing you did before. That's where technology is supposed to make things easier. But let me ask you a question, a real question. Has technology made things easier? I'm waiting. I don't hear any answer from you. Has it? Think about how complex things are now. Think about the configuration you have to go through when you change phones. Remember when you had all your email addresses and your phone numbers in an address book? 
there was no, you didn't really have to change it out that often unless you ran out of pages and then they just made versions that had multiple pages. But when you have to change out your phone, it can be a real complex situation. I've gotten many calls from people or, or many complaints from people who just say, I lost everything. I, I changed out my phone and I've lost everything. Heck, it happened to my wife recently. So you have those instances where things that, are things that are supposed to be easier are actually much more complex. Um, then you have situations where people used to wash dishes before putting them in a dishwasher. Really? Doesn't that defeat the entire purpose of having a dishwasher? You have to scrub off gunk. And for you to get a really good dishwasher, I mean, you couldn't, the, the, the lower priced dishwashers were almost worthless. I know this for a fact because I have one. So the technology in and of itself hasn't always worked the way it should. Computers, I, I love speaking to people who talk about computers, like computers don't get things wrong. Well, I've made a lot of money over the years working on these things that don't get things wrong because they've gotten things wrong. I've also spent a lot of time um, working on configurations. Just the other day, I had, um, uh, I have a, a slightly complex email uh, network at home, not just email, I have a slightly complex network in my house. And it's been built up over the years. And some of the technology that I'm using today, I implemented many, many years ago. And it causes a problem because uh, some of the stuff's not applicable anymore. But when you make one little change, it, it often has repercussions that you didn't think about. Um, case in point, email, where I had email doing a certain thing uh, set up to work a certain way and I made one change to a new server but I had to do routing completely different and then the routing oh it just it took a headache I, I was bouncing email and I couldn't figure out why it was being bounced it's because it was routed through a product that I no longer needed but I had to route it that way previous to upgrading servers and so forth and so on so once again does technology make things easier? Now, without an email server, communication would have been harder. You know, being able to relay information without email, uh, being able to send attachments. You know, imagine still waiting on snail mail for things. Even overnight couriers are slow and expensive in comparison to uh, good email. So you have those things to keep in mind when you're when i talk about the the bad side of technology but i think we would be better served if we stop thinking technology solves all of our problems rather than solving a specific problem and maybe causing a problem in another area um here's another example roundabouts i'm talking about that because i'm driving right now and i you know, Maryland, there's a lot of places that believe in roundabouts. But roundabouts are supposed to solve the problem of waiting for traffic lights. And yet in this area, there are a lot of roundabouts with traffic lights. DuPont Circle is one of those places. 
there, there's a there's you're trying to figure out what problem are you solving at that point if the roundabout gets so busy that no one can join it and then you have to have a traffic light why do you have a roundabout <laughs> so yes these and many more questions face you today so i'm sort of talking about the bad side of technology but there's there's good let me not say there's always bad there's good but like I said, if we think about solving a specific problem and what it takes to solve that problem, but with just with the mindset of what else are you going to introduce or um, what other situation are you going to come up with as you solve problem A, have you accounted for problems B, C, and D? Um, so let's take a quick break. As I go around this bend on 495 and everybody just slows to a crawl. Oh no, that's because there's a police officer here, so. I'll be right back. You have a need. You need your network to be secure. You need your users to feel secure. And you have to know that you're backed by the best network security company out there. Contact Brainwave Consulting. They specialize in small businesses, houses of worship, and educational facilities, protecting your data while you feel secure. Contact Brainwave Consulting at www.brainwavecc.com. So we're back with our vehicular podcast on... The bad side of, no, well, it's not actually the bad side. It's it's a question of does technology solve, um, has technology made things better? That's what it is. Has technology, has technology made things better? Having a cell phone, having access to communication and the internet and everything 24-7, has that made things better? Well, if you look about it in terms of solving a specific problem, which is high availability access, it has solved that problem. Smartphones added the ability for you to get information, whether it's email, whether it's internet, whether it's uh, texting. Smartphones allows you instant access to multiple communication facets. However, it also didn't introduces the problem of instant access people having instant access to you uh, that's not for everybody you know some people don't really like that idea. in one mile exit right to exit 35 i270 north frederick yeah maybe i should just go home and skip this then also the other part that um, cell phones have added is also a decrease in communication haven't you ever walked into um Let's say your kids' friends or even people of your own age, they're all sitting around a table, but they're all in their phones. These are all friends sitting together, and every single one of them is in their phone. So they're not even communicating with each other, at least not verbally. Are we going to lose the ability to speak? What's going to happen to us as a, as a nation? Those are things to think about. So in solving the one problem, 
of instant access to people. Exit right to Maryland 355 South Washington, Bethesda. Then we, stay to the left to Maryland 355 South. Stay to the left to Maryland 355 South. We've solved the problem of instant access to people and information, but we've also introduced the problem of lack of physical contact with people, lack of physical communication, and it's affecting relationships. How about GPSs on your cell phones? Cell phones are eliminating the GPS market, but what happens when your GPS takes you to a place that it's not supposed to? I have to go to an office today for an, a meeting um, to do a technology rollout, and the GPS kept putting me in the wrong place. The GPS would send me across the street. I'm supposed to be going to odd number buildings, and it kept sending me to the even number buildings. Why in the world? Now, if you put all your trust and faith in that, and you don't even look at a paper map, I have to physically go and ask somebody where this address is. And they said, oh, yeah, it's across the street. Why? And it refused to send me any other place. Nothing I could punch into the GPS would get it to act proper. So, once again, these are circumstances and situations that plague us on a day-to-day -day basis caused by technology. Now, it's not fair, you say. The printing press was technology, and it allowed things to be printed like the same maps that I'm talking about. Oh, sure. But what other problems did it introduce? I mean, the printing press has been around for a couple of hundred years, so it's quite obvious. I think they would have worked out the bugs by now. We're talking about the rapid deployment of technology where one thing is on top of the other so quickly, you can't even stay current with a system before it's obsolete, no matter what the system is. Oh, let's not talk about technology in cars. I'm, I'm, not, I'm sort of against some of the technology we're trying to shoehorn into vehicles. It's, uh, some of these entertainment systems make people much more distracted than they were previously. Um, sure, they're good for long drives. Once again, if you're spending a lot of time programming that, some of them are so complex. Um, we've heard stories about the entertainment systems in BMWs being very complex. And I'm not making this up. You can go look up consumer reports. They often have a section just for that to talk about the complexity of the entertainment systems in the vehicles so that it will show how often people are taking their eyes off of the road, which is honestly, isn't that what cars are for? For you to drive from one place to the next? Outside of that, you can become a missile on the road if you're not paying attention. Oh, and recently I was in a McDonald's and they don't even have, they have servers. So instead of, once you walk in, you're going to a panel and you're putting your order in the panel and then someone will come out and bring you the food. Now, that makes it a bit harder for you to get your order wrong, right? But what happens if someone brings you the wrong food? <laughs> who do you blame? How, how are you distinguishing between who gets what food? Um, can someone come in there and steal your food because now you've already paid for it at this kiosk? Um, how do they 
make sure it's you. I don't think they check tags right now. Wouldn't that be a little bit, um, um, I guess, wouldn't that be a little bit intrusive for them to come up, okay, let me see your ticket number? I don't know. that They didn't do that for us. So uh, that's one area where there could be an issue. What about you? What Do you think about some ways in which technology has not improved things, actually made things worse? Why don't you write to us and let us know? We're always ready to hear from you at contactinfo at unwiredthepodcast.com. You can reach out to us at any time. And we also have um, our Twitter page, unwiredthepodcast.com. And our YouTube page, Ooh, well, not YouTube. I haven't done anything on YouTube for a while. I'm busy. I'm on the road. What do you want from me? But in all these ways, you're able to reach out to us and let us know what you think. So please keep in contact. And after, Do you have an idea for a podcast but don't know how to get started? You have your thoughts all planned out. You know what you want to say, but you have no idea how to get it online? Well, we at Space Age Consulting can help you go from idea to full-fledged production. And you can get your voice heard by millions. We can give you the right tools, the right equipment, the right software, as well as the right websites. We can teach you how to do SEO and make sure that many people have access to your podcast. You want to know how to get on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube? Contact us at Space Age Consulting. You can go to our website, www.spaceage-llc.com and check on the contact link. You can also reach us at Unwired the Podcast through email at contactinfo at unwiredthepodcast.com. Let's take your dream and make it into a podcast.